The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> no, no, no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast. As always, we are sponsored by you, our generous and lovely audience. We are up to 65 donations of $12. If we get to 100, that means you get drunk history, drunk Saints history once a month, the rest of 2017. That's only 35 35 more donations of $12. Some of you people have donated a couple times. Donate more. Get to 100. We give you a drunk history. You get to 80. And we'll give you a taste. A taste. We'll do. Me and Andrew will do one episode. We might do like the Ditka years or whatever. But get to 100 donations. You get Drunk Saints history. You get to 200. You get two extra shows a month. That's like draft. We will break down uh, if the Saints player gets arrested on a Tuesday. I mean, you need that extra show. So anyway, donate $12. It's easy. Go to uh, saintshappyhour.podbean.com and uh, click the donate button and do it. Uh, all right. Um, the Saints had a little actual news today. Uh, they hired Dick Nolan, former Saints coach. Uh, led him to eight and eight. He's back to coach the line. Wait, that wrong. Nolan, sorry. Uh, Mike Mike Nolan. Mike Nolan. Dick Nolan's son is back. He's to coach the Saints. Um, is he really Dick Nolan's son? He is, is really. Dick, yeah, that is a fact. He is Dick Nolan's son, so he might have like experience when he was like Jack. when he was like a teenager in the seventies running around the French Quarter and whatnot. Um, but, Andrew, here's the thing. I don't get excited or depressed about these assistant coaches because, whatever, the Saints, if they get good players, suddenly the assistant coaches become good. But here's the concern with Mike Nolan. He is on a downward trajectory. He went from, like, coaching San Francisco to coordinator for Atlanta to working at Sirius NF- NFL Radio. Like, that's a j- downward career path. Should we be concerned about that? Uh, could he really be any worse than Joe Vitt? You, you, nope. say, you say that. The answer is no. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't know. I mean, that, it's a good question. I'd like to think that... Andrew I mean, my sounds under the ob- weather. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. My personal observation is that uh, they, they did their due diligence with these hires I, I feel like there were a lot of interviews um and i thought sean payton took his time you know I, I think he took longer to assemble a staff and 
it took more time. I mean, I remember last year by February 4th, the whole staff had been announced. Um, and we're, you know, here on January 30th, and they've kind of made their first hire for an assistant. So I think he's taken more time. Um, I think he's been more careful, and I hope that yields results. Um, as far as Nolan's concerned, I mean, there's kind of one job as the linebacker coach for the Saints, and that's fix Stephon Anthony. You're going to be handed a supremely talented guy that was drafted in the first round that has the speed and the size to be <clears> successful, <throat> and you've got to figure out how to drive this lemon Ferrari, you know? <laughs> And and um, it has no wheels. That, 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 it has no wheels. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if 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 Anthony turns it around, that that's that's I really think Nolan's failure or success is going to be measured um, by what happens to Stephon Anthony. Dave, the Saints hired a coach and they lost a the coach. Apparently, John Morton has decided to commit career suicide and go coach the trash Jack quarterbacks and be offensive. Never even heard of him. He's the wide receiver coach for the Saints. He's going. No, I know who he is, but until yesterday, I'd never even heard of him. <laughs> I thought it was John Morton, the old USC receiver. I really did. And then I saw he was. I thought a, it was a steakhouse. I thought they fired a steakhouse. And then and then I saw he was a fifty-year-old white guy, and I was like, "What? I thought the Saints receiver coach was John Morton, the old USC receiver." Um, but he's going off to 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 be fired in a year because he won't make Christian Hackenberg any good or whoever the Jets quarterback is. Yeah. You almost said greener pastures, and then you realized it was the Jets, and you're like, that doesn't make any sense. No, it does not, <laughs> <laughs> even though their uniform is green. Uh, but here's the thing. <laughs> Curtis Johnson told the Bears, he's like, I'm on a one-year deal. I'm leaving to go pursue other NFL opportunities. So, Dave, is there any possibility that the Saints don't hire Curtis Johnson to come back to be wide receiver coach? No, I'd say it's guaranteed. Uh, you know, people were wanting Curtis Johnson, you know, the Saints to get Curtis Johnson, but he wasn't available. He was under contract with the Gents, and then bam, I mean, with the, the Bears. And then boom, all of a sudden, he drops this bomb. Uh, I, I would say that there's already been some discussions between him and Loomis, Payton, whoever. Uh, um, and uh, he's probably miserable in Chicago. It's cold up there. It is. He's probably ready to come back home to Louisiana. All right, Kevin, you know, people understand, they've been listening to this podcast, especially like the, the 20s people that started with us like 10 years ago. They understand that we have you on because you care more about the draft than anybody I know. So I know you were watching the Senior Bowl. So who had the best 40 time and who has the best bend? Because Saints need some pass rush. Who, who had the best bend around the corner at the Senior Bowl? Who had who, who got who got good pad level? Yeah, who had good pad I tell, level? Tell you what, I, I, I tell you what, I watched the uh, it was the it was the East West game. Is that what it was? <laughs> game. No, that was last week. Okay. Well, I saw that, and then I did I did pay attention to the Senior Bowl. This is uh, I I really uh, th- th- that's going to come as a surprise. That that may come as a surprise. It does. Um. But I was really impressed with with uh, oh shoot what the hell is his name uh, the guy oh damn it he's really tall um, <laughs> stop. Your, check, stop back, check back to your notes that you were writing I'm sure you were taking yeah. notes I'm, I'm a notorious I'm a no- hang on. wait a minute hang on a second hang on I do have my notebook here hang on <laughs> okay what does it say ah yes okay here it is. Anton, trade the fuck down. <laughs> That's his name. I, I think it's Slop. 
Slav, I believe, is is it's a nationality there. Uh, it's it's amazing that uh, uh, Rutgers was able to find a guy like that from one of the uh, Eastern Bloc nations. I I think next year we need to do a GoFundMe and we need to get Kevin to the Senior Bowl and get him a press credential. And when they do the little gaggle with Mickey Loomis in the stands, Kevin can just have a megaphone and just be trade down, trade down. Mickey, when are you going to trade Kevin, down? Kevin worked. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the mainstream media, he could, he could probably get his own credential. Well, I don't know. They might, like, uh, what do they call it, screen to keep the yokels away? Oh, well, now that yeah, Trump's I, in office, no way they're letting I, held in. I believe, I, believe we're, I believe we are the lamestream media, uh, Dave. The enemy, you are the opposition. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we, are, we are the enemy, unfortunately. Um, all right. Uh, this, I, mean, I, 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 used, I used to really, really care about the senior bowl andrew but now i just don't because i'm just like whatever the saints they're not going to trade down they're not going to get multiple picks uh they're not, they're not going to draft every other dude that makes them play in the yeah, <laughs> yeah. um but th- there was something interesting that mickey mickey loomis did say some interesting things this week at the senior bowl and one of them was something that dave's been harping on he's like we got to figure out why we get injured all the time um yeah but I mean, are this? If you look at the Saints, Hallelujah. Is the, but I mean, is a like broken leg, like P, you know, PJ PJ Williams got knocked into 2017, literally. Uh, like what? Like what injuries do the Saints have that are kind of like besides uh, Ellerby? I don't see a guy that like you're like. Could they have done better? Like a broken leg is a broken leg. I don't know how you like prevent that. Well, so there. Part of it is part of it is obviously how you treat the injuries when they come, and and there's the whole other side of it, which is prevention, Uh, whether it's nutrition uh, or fitness program. um, I mean, the reality is a lot of these athletes, especially as rookies, coming into the NFL undeveloped in terms of strength, Uh, their bodies aren't primed and ready for a 16 game season. Um, there are, you know, Breeze, if you read Breeze's book, um, he kind of makes a really interesting, you know, Breeze has kind of been the model of health for 38 years. I mean, he's had some serious injuries and his body's broken down recently, but if you look at his longevity and how consistent he is playing, 
you know, the one comment he makes is that he learned, you know, and he, he goes in the off season and trains with these specialists. Um, and, you know, they tell him you're as strong as your weakest muscle. You know, if there, if there's a part of your body that's imbalanced, um, you know, basically your weakest muscle is as strong as you'll ever be. And so, you know, he makes, he makes these comments about how his arm, the back of his arm, you know, there are these muscles in the back of it that he never really developed. And he said so that, you know, he was very front heavy uh, in his power throwing. And, you know, he said that until he realized that he needed to have his arm balanced and have that strength uh, throughout, you know, the rotator cuff, that he was, he was able to make throws after strengthening that that he was never able to make before. And so uh, I think with injuries, it's or kind of the same Or he went thing. to Argentina say, and got goat's blood. Well, yeah, but I'm <laughs> saying a guy blows out his knee, right? And, yeah. and part of the question is, would it have happened to anyone? Or would a guy that have had stability in his knee based on strength in other areas been able to take a hit like that and not torn his ACL? Yeah. So um, I think it's good. I mean, I don't know what the answer is and I'm not close enough to, to the team and I'm not a doctor um, but I think no, you are definitely not a doctor injuries. well I did sleep at a Holiday Inn Express <laughs> last night though. I love the show ER back in the day I feel like I'm kind of yeah no there. but I think it's important to look into I mean another quick story I'll tell you is the Spurs um, hired this uh, this like kind of state of the art treatment thing called a Rasti uh, which is like deep tissue work and it's the Jamaican players, guy. The players were getting back to the players were getting back to health, you know, from like soreness and stuff like that quicker than ever before. It's a machine. And since then, like set it's seven. The NBA, it's the Rastiman. No, it's it's more like a te- it's a technique. It's like it's an acronym for I don't know what the name of the business is, but it's basically a, a <laughs> technique of recovery. Yeah. <laughs> So, so anyway, since then, seven NBA teams have started using it. And, you know, the general consensus is it gets players back on the field quicker or on the court quicker. So, um, you know, I, I think there's ways to be progressive and ahead of the game. And I, the Saints should definitely look into it because the last few years, especially at corner, they've just been way too injured. Dave, I feel like, and I, I don't know. Me and Kevin like to bring politics in and politics into the podcast or whatever. I feel like a bunch of my Democrat probably not a good idea. No, but I'm, it's, I'm, it's, it's, I have a point to make. A bunch of my Democrat liberal friends, they didn't mentally prepare themselves for the possibility that Hillary could lose, and I think that's contributed did, to. Did well, anyone? Well, no, that's true, but. If you none if, of us did. Well, but here's the thing. They no. aren't they aren't sports fans, Kevin. So they don't understand that defeat can happen. You know, I feel like Saint if you're a sports fan, you understand that defeat can happen and you kind of can grind through it and you're mentally ready for it. But my point is, are we Dave, have we as Saints fan, are we mentally ready to deal with the world champion Atlanta Falcons. I feel like we're not. I'm not. I'm oh, not God. emotionally ready to deal with that. Uh, have you sort of, sort of, mentally prepared yourself for that possibility? I mean, I've only, I've only thought about it in a cursory manner. I mean, I've only just given it a thought for a few seconds and giggled, and then went on <laughs> to thinking about something else. Um, so you're in full blown denial. I, I haven't really like sat down 
down. You, you know, you know, really where I do my best thinking is in the shower. Every morning I have to take a nice shower. I like to think about the day ahead. I like to visualize. Um, uh, so I really haven't taken a nice long shower and just thought about what would happen if the Falcons win. Thought about all the different scenarios that then well other other dominoes that fall with that with that happening um i haven't i haven't really given it thought so i i don't know i don't think i don't think it's gonna happen kevin i'm not really worried about it right now kevin have you mentally prepared yourself for matt ryan mvp of the league the regular season and the super bowl are you there yet have you you thought about it have you no nope have you brought Uh, i have a fully stocked liquor cabinet at least i'm i I, here's the thing Here's the funny thing. I am actually going to be at work uh, Super Bowl night. Uh, of Fox has the yeah. Uh, I mean the game will be the game will be on a bunch of the TVs, so I'll be there um, and I'll be watching it. So I will hopefully my my office professionalism will prevent <laughs> me from speaking a a uh, slew of profanity, and I'll and I'll be able to save it for for our show. Should Atlanta win? But basically, look. look if Atlanta oh, you're getting wins, fired. No, 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 no. If if Atlanta <laughs> wins, here's the deal. If Atlanta wins, the first thing out of my mouth, the first thing out of my mouth will be congratulations. The second thing out of my mouth will be now get fucked. <laughs> so it, it, they will literally get a grand total of five seconds of a pat on the back, followed by me wanting to shove them down a flight of stairs. Andrew, are you are you ready? I have an unopened bottle of Elijah Craig bourbon ready for Sunday. Yeah, no. Nah, listen, this is a fork in the road, you know. And on one side, you've got sustained dominance. Matt Ryan talked about like he's an elite quarterback that belongs in the class of Breeze. Uh, Falcon fans on Twitter reminding us that they have a better history as a franchise for the foreseeable future. Um, and on the other side, you've got Carolina all over again, where next year they don't make the playoffs. Yeah. Matt Ryan gets banged up. Um, and, and it all hinges on Tom Brady. Tom Brady is, is basically our Lord and Savior. Oh, my God. Um, and, I hate and it pains me to say so it. So much. Yeah, but you, but you know what? Uh, it, it, it's got to be what it's got to be. So uh, go Patriots, Tom Brady, I love you, uh, Giselle, all of it. Uh, well, how how enjoyable will the Falcons losing and if Goodell has to give the trophy? The Falcons losing will be super enjoyable, but the, but Goodell having to give Kraft and Brady the trophy it will be, kind of be enjoyable, right? Yeah, that's what I, mean, that's I think what takes away fun. some of the sting. That's what takes away some of the sting with, with Tom Brady winning. It's like, yeah, all right, no, we got to see Tom Brady win again. But, um, but at least it's like, yeah, but this is the best year to watch him win because then he'd have to be up there with Goodell and fuck you, Goodell. So I mean, it's, yeah, but I see, I as much as I bad. dislike Goodell and as one, as much as I would love just seeing that feel like a little retribution for Bounty Gate, to me. That's completely secondary to the Falcons yes. not winning their first Super Bowl. No, it's Bowl. just a little cherry. That is, that, that Fair is, enough. Cherry on the top. It, it's Fair like enough. it's like one A and then like one Z. You know, I mean, it, there's just there's such a, an enormous difference between the priority of the Falcons losing and any other storyline for me. Uh, Kevin, does it matter? 
does it matter how the Falcons lose? Is there is there is there, uh, no. is, is there a scale of enjoy enjoy enjoyment though? Like like no. Do you want their heart ripped no. out or do you want a blowout? No. Do you want Matt Ryan? I don't care. You don't. But if you I had don't a pre- care. If you had a yeah, beggars can't be choosers. If you yeah. could pick, I, I seriously though, if don't you care. Could pick, if you could pick, I don't though. care. I don't care if it is if it is 49ers Broncos level of humiliation. <laughs> I don't care if it comes down to a last second field goal that uh, I, I think it's Goskowski is still their uh, kicker. Uh, yep. I, I I don't care if it comes down to one of those. I don't care if it comes back to to Atlanta making some ridiculous fumble or or throwing an interception at the one yard line like Seattle. I I don't care. But I mean, all, Andrew, Andrew if, you, if you, all that I want to be able to do is what, what's, at the, what's damn the over under what's the over under on number of players from both rosters combined. Kevin can name <laughs> seven, seven and a half. <laughs> Kev, Kev, you're being you're being short sighted. Uh, you're not thinking down the road. Uh, you're wrong. And you definitely want I, I think the ideal scenario is for them to get blown out like. Broncos. Uh, oh, you you don't you. think their guts getting ripped out on the last yeah. play of the game would be better? No. Well, nah, I, because, I, because 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 when it comes to like trash talking for the rest of the year, you could be like, yeah, you guys you, got your asses kicked in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I, I mean, just, here's the deal: I, I they, they, it's a win, and, they win, and it's forever. If they win, it's forever, and they can, we can never take it back. If they lose, a worst case scenario, we're punting this anxiety for a year. Worst case scenario, but it could be another decade. It could be two decades. Well, best case before they get back best here. case scenario though. I think Dave, you're right. I, the, 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 to me, the best case scenario is Matt Ryan is terrible, and he yeah. cost him the game because yeah. because the thing is, then he has to deal with you weren't elite, you're not elite because you choked in the Super Bowl, you're a one hit wonder, <laughs> and you had exactly. three you had three picks and. It'll yeah. just hang with him all year long next year. And the, and the thing is, if you suck in the Super Bowl, there's no redemption unless you get back to the Super Bowl and win. That's it. He could be he could throw 50 touchdowns next year, won't mean shit. Like that's what you want. You want Matt Ryan to be the reason Atlanta loses. If it's three picks, if it's a key pick, whatever it is, you want him to be the reason they lose. Yeah, in in hindsight, you know, Back in 2009, when the Saints went to the Super Bowl, we were, even after they won, you know, we all said uh, it was it was just good that they made it. You know, just going to the Super Bowl was a big thing. Bullshit. No, no, no. Fuck that. Even now, after yeah, after we won it, now after you know, ten years, six years later, uh, no, 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 no. If they had lost, that would have been that would have just been gut wrenching. I said it last week. And Thank I God said, they won. Thank I said it last God week. They fucking won. I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Getting to the Super Bowl and not winning is like hitting five of the six Powerball numbers. It's <laughs> awesome until it's really not. You know? Um, so, I, I mean, but before. So you, do you think it's worse to lose in the wild card round or in the Super Bowl from a fan's perspective? I mean, it's more fun for your team to go all the way to the Super Bowl and at least get that hype, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but put it this put it this way. And would you have rathered the Saints in 2011? Would you had would you have rathered them lose to the 49ers in the divisional round, or would you have rathered them lost the Super Bowl like that? Mm. Oh, 
Mm. I don't know. That was so painful, though. So. I mean, I, I think <laughs> I, I think all things considered, I think I just leave it like it was. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I, I, yeah. I mean, because the thing is, you'd be, you just the, the it, thing is, is if we had won that game, we would have won the Super Bowl. They'd have got to it, but I don't know if they'd have won. That defense was pretty awful. I don't know. I don't know that they would have stopped the Patriots in the Super Bowl. But they just scored a shit ton of points, kind of like this Super Bowl. We'll get to picks in a second, but we got, um, we got questions. Dylan asks Kevin, "Should I put another ten dollars down on Lady Gaga making a political statement at halftime?" Oh yes. Oh like, yeah. th- Listen, I'll now, put it all down. Well, hang on. At what, this now, point, now, anybody, now, everybody's making statements. Yeah, I mean, it's almost it's it's noteworthy if there isn't one. So. Basically, hey, look, is that it, celebrity just showed up and did their job and shut the fuck up. Not happening this year, buddy. Not <laughs> happening. There, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bet, I bet you right now they're asking Brady about his uh, friends with being friends with uh, Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> and he, he's been, they've been asking him that. He's flat out refused to talk about it. Well, they're gonna keep. I mean, they're gonna. They're probably badger him off the the podium. Uh, Andrew, well, that'll you guys, be, did that, you guys see Devontae Freeman's uh, agent? One, did you guys see Devontae Freeman's uh, agent drop today that he should be an elite paid running back? Is he up for? Is he a free agent? Probably not. Uh, I don't think so. But he he basically is saying he wants tons of money for Freeman. Good. I thought that was a nice touch to do that the week of the Super Bowl. That is. Yeah. Love it. Way to go. The only thing that would be Real better is, is if uh, is if they had their a starter get, a, get arrested for soliciting a prostitute like they did last time they were in the Super Bowl. There's, <laughs> there's still a week to go. I'm just saying. Thank you, Eugene Robinson. Uh, Andrew, who would win a fist fight between Roger Goodell and Donald Trump? Oh my God! I mean, if if we're, we're answering that seriously, I mean, Trump has no hope. Trump's old, dude. He's seventy. I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I think seventy, yeah. and he has Goodell, tiny hands. Goodell works yeah. out. Goodell's a big dude. Yeah. Do you, Dave? Do you think Mike Thomas can lead the NFL in receiving in twenty seventeen with Curtis Johnson coming back to NOLA? I mean, regardless of whether Curtis Johnson comes back or not, uh, I think he, Tom, Mike Thomas, could definitely. I don't know, man. You got to get to fifteen hundred yards, and that's just for the Saints' offense. I mean, what the best, the most yards ever is what? Brandon, Jim, Brandon Jim. Cooks will complain. Will complain until if that becomes even close to reality. Well, There's no. no way Brandon Cooks will let that happen. I found he'll three. ask for a trade before that <laughs> happens. I found three to one odds. This is from Dylan too. I found three to one odds that Matt Ryan throws a pick six. Should I bet ten dollars, Dylan? If you're going to make Super Bowl bets, I would not make a bunch of fun, goofy bets. I would bet it all on the pick on the Matt Ryan pick six because that would be probably the most fun Super Bowl ticket you could ever cash besides the Saints winning. Uh, over or under on Matt Ryan interceptions, Kevin, one and a half. Hmm. Hmm. He's only under. Thrown- under. He's only thrown like how many? How many has he thrown all year? Like six. six? Damn. Yeah, I'm gonna. Don't, yeah, don't forget yeah. the pick too, though. Oh, Does that count. I'm, go- that I'm count. going under. I'm going under. Uh, I'll say. I'll say he throws one. Hmm. Will the Andrew? Will the wide receivers regress next season? Ours or theirs? The Saints. Oh no! 
No, I, I think Mike Thomas, Cooks, and Willie Sneed are for real. They're here to stay. Um, I mean, unless, you know, an injury we don't expect happens, uh, I expect all three of those guys to have a great year next year. <laughs> this is outside Bagwell's. How will Trump's executive order affect the team's offseason target? Any Yemeni offensive linemen off the list now? Well, if they've got like a, like a, a, a guy from the Sudan or a Syrian playing in Canada, that could be a problem. You know, and the Saints, they love them Canada players. So, uh, you, huh. you know who I could, speaking of regressing receivers, you know who I could see regressing is Kobe Fleener. Like, he already oh didn't have a God. great year. He they didn't don't... have a great year, but I, I could see the Saints <laughs> getting to a point where they're like, you know what? This guy kind of sucks. They owe and him 12 and we, a half we, we, we don't want to, we, we don't want to throw set 70 targets to him. This they, year, they you owe know? him like four. They owe him either twelve or fourteen million dollars still. God, guaranteed, yeah, yeah, guaranteed. Ralph, I, I kind of like your transformation into a into a thirteen year old girl this off season. I think it's great. <laughs> Kevin, I drink a lot. I have a fourteen month old, and America's basically in, in a constitutional crisis. I'm drinking a lot. I'm drinking a lot more this off season than I thought I would. Let me just say that. Uh, bigger soul-crushing loss, Kevin, for Atlanta. Well, last-second miracle or 42 nothing, 42 nothing at half. That would be fun if it would be over by halftime. Um, can, I, can, I, can I choose 42-2? to two? <laughs> Oh, my God. We can just – Yeah, can, I would almost I would almost like – like, listen, if it – yeah. Yeah, I would, I would rather the, the two the, than a shutout. Yes. The two-points thing would get a lot of mileage after – you know, infinite points infinite, infinite mileage. They'd never live it down. They'd have to win a Super Bowl to wash yeah. that. They'd have to win a Super Bowl to win wash that stink off. This is the general question yeah. from Sports Cajun. Uh, Dave, you can start. What is the most sleep deprived you've ever been? Dave. Oh, sorry, I was on mute. Yeah. Uh, so just just sleep. this has nothing to do with the Saints. This is just a personal yeah. question just about a me. Person. What what's the most uh, been? I would say probably um, I could even pinpoint the actual day. Maybe um, probably like Lundy Gras going into Mardi Gras, like my freshman year of college. <laughs> you know, like staying up the entire Lundy Gras night and then doing parades all day on Mardi Gras. That, that's probably it. Andrew? Mm, either the first month of my son's birth um, <laughs> as, a ba- as a newborn, my, my, my first kid, not the second one. I slept better the second time. Um, or because um, I just stopped caring. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I, definitely, I was a big like crammer during exams. So <laughs> in college, I would pull all nighters to write papers and study for exams. So, Kevin, Kevin, most sleep deprived you've ever been? Huh. Uh, I don't know. Probably. I mean, you could probably pick any time that I've had to just travel on on the weekends uh, for wrestling. Like, I mean, like this past weekend, I, I went to Mississippi, and it was like uh, eight and a half hours in the car there. Damn. Eight and a half hours back. Uh, <laughs> left Saturday morning at like six thirty eight. Left left Saturday morning at six thirty. Got home Sunday morning at seven thirty a.m. Jesus, and you are dedicated man. I 
Just interesting that Kevin didn't say his Tinder date uh, that chained him to the basement. <laughs> the most sleep deprived he's ever been. When when my when my kid was born, uh, sleep. We my my wife was in the hospital for a week, and of course I was there. Uh, for like two of those days, I think I slept like two hours. I mean, I was just like, yeah. it was like the worst trying to sleep on that sim, whatever they call it. It wasn't a couch, but it was awful. Um, in the hospital? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, I, I don't know what you call it. But, uh, I, bet, I bet the food was great, though. No, it oh, was, yeah. I ate McDonald's for seven days because it was over <laughs> Thanksgiving, so Wednesday the cafeteria closed, so I had to eat McDonald's every day. McDonald's was probably better than the cafeteria food. Probably. Uh, Eric asked, name your most underrated saints, one from each decade. I'll not do every decade, but I'm going to pick mine, and I am consistent with this answer, Eric. Wayne Martin is maybe the most underrated saint there ever was. That dude had 10 sacks at defensive tackle and defensive end and was just a beast for a decade for the Saints. Um, And... Like if the Saints had him, if put it this way, if Sheldon Rankins is eighty percent the player that Wayne Martin is, he'll be a slam dunk. So Andrew, your most underrated Saint. Um, I mean, as a kid, you know, just being a big LSU fan and a big Saints fan, I worshipped Dalton Hilliard, and uh, uh, you know, the thing about him, you know, he kind of got me. I mean, I was hooked before Hilliard, but you know, in the late eighties. You know, there there was a year where he was kind of the triple threat. They would run a lot of halfback passes with him. I mean, I think he had like four or five touchdowns. Yeah, his nineteen his, career. his nineteen eighty nine season, he ran for he like, scored eighteen touchdowns. Yeah, he he ran for like twelve hundred yards and caught like five hundred yards worth of throw. Like he was yeah. the whole. He, he, was had thir- the, he had thirteen rushing touchdowns and five and five receiving. Um, he was like a do it all back. He was kind of like. A Reggie Bush, but he, he he was he wasn't as shifty and fast. He was more like just tough. Yeah. Um, and a great athlete, but yeah. um, yeah, no, for me it was Hilliard. I mean, it, other decades, I'm trying to think, um, but no, I mean, I, it, as a kid, like I had, remember those like little figurines, <laughs> starting lineup. Remember yeah. that? I had like a starting lineup thing, and I still have that, and nice. that was like my prized possession. That was like, you know, some kids sleep with like their favorite stuffed animal. Or <laughs> you whatever. Were sleeping with like, your Dalton my, Hilliard. My starting. Dalton Hilliard starting lineup was like. Basically, you know, like, I don't know. Kevin, Some dude's Maserati or something. Kevin, your most underrated saint. God. Uh, hmm. Ted, Gre- Ted Gregory. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, Christ. Um, <laughs> Kevin, Ted Gregory, Rick Benton. You can only pick one. You must choose one. I'm saving Ted. I'm saving Ted Gregory. Ted Gregory needs help. Dave, your most underrated saint. Uh, Jairus Bird for sure. <laughs> um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't know. I, I could go a couple of ways with this. I mean, I feel like you know Marcus Colson isn't underrated among Saints fans, but in the entire league. Uh, I think nationally he he always was never made a Pro Bowl or anything like that. So I would say him, uh, or, or honestly, you know, sometimes I feel like ten years from now I don't think Peter Thomas is going to be remembered as fondly as 
yeah. as he was when he was when he was with the team. And I, I always felt like uh, if Pierre Thomas was on any other team, he probably would. Uh, he'd be well, well his, more well known, and he would have way more, uh, way more. His NFC, his NFC championship is one of the like great. I don't like forgotten performances in Saints history. I mean, we we you think of the NFC Championship and you talk about Brett Tracy Porter's interception and Garrett Hartley's kick and and all kinds of stuff. Dude, Pierre Thomas was fucking awesome in that game. Yeah. What did he? What what kind of stats did he have in that game? I don't he, even remember. See, had, there you go. He had he had a, he had a rushing touchdown. He had a fifty yard screen touchdown. He converted. He, got the he first, also had the huge he got kickoff that first return down. set up the, the winning field he goal. Had the, he had the huge kick, and he converted the fourth down. On right, that right. Time in too. overtime, I mean, right? Yeah, like he was just. It was. He had like. I want to say. I. I still know. think he was short on that play. Whatever. He bobbled it. He did. Uh, yeah. Um, but all right, let's get to the let's get to the Super Bowl, Kevin. Oh, well, we... well, hold on. One, the one guy we didn't mention, and I, I just want to say his name because I, I think even without the ALS, like just when he was on the Saints, Steve Gleason was one of my favorite players. Like, he was so fun to watch, and um, you know, he, obviously he's become a lot more famous since then. But I still might bring up his name. He, he had none of that happen. Yeah, he was. Re- I mean, he was really good at special teams. And the fun part was, they had a couple games where like they had massive injuries at safety, and they had to play him at safety. And he's so tiny <laughs> that it was just like yeah, oh my he God. was like a human. He was like a human missile. He had no regard for his health. Like he would just dive into players. Yeah, and like he, a torpedo. I want to say he blocked another punt. I mean, obviously the the punt against Atlanta, but I want to say he blocked another punt in a game they lost. And I remember Hazlitt after the game, like, dude. Oh yeah, he 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 had three or he had three or four in his and, career. And Hazlitt yeah. was like, if you block a punt, you win eighty percent of the time, and we didn't even win. God damn it. Um, but anyway, <laughs> we we uh, remember donate twelve dollars. We're almost there. Thirty five more donations. Drunk history, Saints. You get it. Do it. Go to click the donate button and do it. Uh, Kevin, New England is a three and. Is a three-point favorite in the Super Bowl Sunday. Who you got? Uh, Patriots. Patriots by more than three. Jesus Christ. Uh, what's so what's the over/under on total points scored? Because I don't think they're hitting it. Let me see. I know people. I know people are talking about man. Both offenses. Both offenses. I just. I just. I just get this feeling that that we're that we're looking at something that's going to be like low scoring. I don't yeah. think either team's hitting 30. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up, but my internet is slow. Um, doo, 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 doo. I, th- I think last time I saw it, it was, uh, it was, um, 52 and a half. Shoot, no, I thought it was no. higher. No, that's um, low. I mean, I thought it was higher. I'm still taking Patriots. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you guys have your own thing, let me know because I can. I'm trying to find it myself. Yeah, the uh, my go-to site was crashed. I guess. Uh, The fifty-nine is the point total. Okay, I'm going under on the point. Okay, I'm going under on the point total. They're not getting to fifty-nine. Yeah. Um, I will say Patriots 27, Falcons 13. 
Oh my god, that would be delightful. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, who you got? Falcons thirty-seven, Patriots seventeen. Oh my! It's it's, it's not going to be close. Write in an ink, chisel it in stone. It, it's it's a done deal. The Dave. Falcons win their first Super Bowl. Dave, I guarantee it. Dave, who you got? <laughs> You're going to like the way you look. It, I have tattooed it on my chest. Oh, my God. That would actually, I think, be a good idea, and then that would, like, jinx them, and they would never win. <laughs> uh, who do I have? Um, I got the Patriots. That all, all that, said that all along. Um, I'm kind of like Kevin. I, I don't think it's going to be as close as everybody thinks. And uh, and I think the Patriots can definitely win by more than three points, uh, and will win by more than three points. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Patriots thirty-eight, Falcons seventeen. Oh, that'd be the come on, Belichick. Too. We need you, man. I'm gonna say thirty-five, <laughs> thirty-one, Atlanta. It's gonna go a lot like the mm. Saints Colts Super oh. Bowl, where two and two were split. Where Atlanta starts out really slow, but once they get going, they're gonna light the Patriots defense up. I think, and it's gonna be Matt Ryan's gonna lead them down late, and they're gonna score, and it's gonna be thirty-five, thirty-one. Oh man. Atlanta. I feel like a blowout win would be better because at least you kind of brace yourself and you know it's coming. You can turn it off at halftime <laughs> if you don't like the way it's going. But to, to get invested and, and watch him win in exhilarating fashion at the end would, would be horrible. Yeah, it'll be like sort of like the opposite. Your, your scenario is the worst. Yeah, no. it'll be like uh, it's gonna be sort of be like the the opposite of the national championship game in college, where like you were invested in it and Clemson went down and scored like with one second left, and you were like, "Yes, Alabama gets the shot," and it was great. And yeah. I'm like screaming yeah. and yelling at like twelve in the twelve at night or one in the morning, whatever, whenever it was. Uh, I think it's gonna be the opposite of that. I think it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be terrible. So, uh, that are about- you guys? Are you guys? Are you guys with me that like, absent the Saints making the Super Bowl, this is the most invested I've ever been in the game. Yeah, that's what like, I said. That's I, what want, I, said I want. I want. Before the, the NFC so badly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, for definitely in the last like twenty years, I've I've never been invested in a Super Bowl this much. But like in my whole life, when I was. 10 I love the 85 Bears a lot. So I was really invested in that game for some reason. Um but in my recent adulthood, yes, I've never been more invested in in a Super Bowl needing a team to lose than this game Sunday. <laughs> so, um go to Saints Nation. Andrew's got off-season stuff. He's got the Saints best plays, their worst plays. Uh Dave will write an article sometime. Eventually, uh, maybe not, not. But the guy, other guys over there are doing good. They good are stuff. doing a great job, and me and Kevin are on the Twitters, the Insta Face, the uh, LinkedIn. We're we're there. You can find us. So the Farmers uh, go, Almanac. Yeah, go there. So for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin. <laughs> until next week. Oh wait. Ah, uh, well, fuck it. We'll do it next week. <laughs> so. Uh, for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin. The uh, hell of a tease. Until, until next week, <laughs> uh, the bar is closed. Save us, Tommy. Tommy.